Aloha Maui Nui. Hey, this is Josh Porter. And Jason Burkhardt, how you doing? Welcome to the Solar Coaster episode number 78. 78, we're here with Ellie Cochran, candidate for mayor. Really appreciate the time. Thank you for coming in the studio with us. Aloha, thank you for the invite. Welcome, welcome. Right. We're really excited to have you here, especially given the timing. I mean, this is right before the, the big event, right? We're going to be a couple, like about it five is. days out or something? Yeah, Tuesday's coming up. Oh my goodness, oh my goodness. <laughs> well, I can't thank you enough for taking so much time out of your day to talk to us about renewable energies and about Maui and about your you know, your background and your platforms. We're gonna really excited to hear from you. We also Wait. have um, a good friend and now a veteran contributor to the Solar Coaster, Mr. Luke Alcone. Aloha, how is everyone today? Nice to, nice to have you here, buddy. Luke's been really doing amazing work out there, getting kind of digging into the renewable energy. Now, Luke has been a uh, an installer uh, for the last year, and he's actually had a lot of experience. You know, this is a really robust sector of our economy right now, right? And uh, certainly ramping and growing again. Definitely. And uh, now Luke's kind of joined the uh, our, our energy consultant team. Okay. And so he's kind of learning how to generate business and then design systems and doing a lot of really cool stuff. So he's really um, great job out there, man. Big market out there. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So we got a lot to cover today. Uh, we're going to be speaking with Ellie about a whole variety of things. We got some news and events coming up, and we also have a call in potentially from Mr. Whit Fulton, who is the CEO of Connector, which is a really amazing technology on our future future focus section. So we'll hopefully we'll get to that a little later on down the road in the show. Okay. Shall we get going, Jay? Do our housekeeping here. Sound, sounds like a plan. Let's do this. All right. Hey, folks, we are The Solar Coaster, a renewable energy-themed talk show right here in lovely Maui County. We can be found Fridays at 1.05 p.m. on Koi, 11.10 a.m. Got some FM stations as well, 96.7 FM Central Maui, 96.5 FM Westside, 98.7 FM Upcountry. Also a great website. Yep, www.solar-coaster.com. That's solar-coaster.com. Uh, you can listen live there. Uh, check out all the pictures of our recent trips to uh, Anaheim at SPI. Uh, we have a blog tab where we update a bunch of stuff. There's a mailing list, and you can go down and sign up for um, both the mailing list and get your questions on the air. So go down to the bottom of the page, front page and uh, give us your questions, anything you want us to address. We're also available on podcast platforms itunes stitcher and TuneIn. just search solar coaster our little yellow sc logo pops up and you can load us up in your mobile device go for it guys okay great some great sponsors that will help keep the solar coaster on air maui solar project tabuchi electric america sonin uh pika energy sundrum solar and josh porter and jay verkart <laughs> jay like that go. one um, quiet, so, quiet. yeah a labor of love it is okay so shall we jump into our news and events Sounds like a plan. News right off the bat. South Korean auto giant unveils solar roof charging tech for cars. This is, this cool. is kind of interesting because I thought we saw a solar roof <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. Uh -huh. uh, but this is, a, this, is, this is a roof vehicle for the roof or the hood um, coming out of Hyundai Motor Group vehicles. They said they're going to be incorporated in models, the basic, the first generation system in 2019 model year. Which I thought they were selling now. Yeah, it says 29 to be launched in 2019. I think that's going to be 2020 model year. Mm. I can't. This can't be right because I thought the, 20, the 2019s were already out. Correct. Uh, geez, I, I'm, I'm not sure. Big. Actually, yeah, I would suspect. Right? Maybe uh, it, usually, it usually leads about about mm. four to six months. Right. <laughs> so right, I'm pretty right. sure it's going to be 2020 model year, not 2019. Is this? Is Isn't saying. the New York Auto but, Show but right the, around now or something? It's in the fall, right? Typically, isn't it? Very. Yeah. Very. Very soon. Very soon. Uh, so we're going to we're going to see mm -hmm. that. But in the future, we expect to see lots of energy generating technologies incorporated into the vehicles. So this this solar roof and solar hood kind of join the the um, the the. Uh, regenerative braking technology that's yeah. if you ever driven on yeah. if you haven't driven an electric vehicle you really don't know anything about it. It, it it's like when you take off your take your foot off the gas and it actually starts braking for you it's not braking it's harnessing so much energy. as trying mm -hmm. to right it's actually running that energy back into the motor to turn it into a generator to run it back into the batteries so it's it's good all these these energy recapture kind of technologies which is great because if you use a ton of power going up the hill at the end of your workday, you can actually recapture some of that on the yeah. way back down if yeah. you keep your foot off the, off the gas. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny because the first thing everybody says to me when we talk about solar roofs or about you know putting solar panels on cars is, oh, there's no way it'll power it, right? And the notion, of course, is that well, there's a 75 kilowatt hour battery bank or something in there, and this small yep. little bit of solar can't do much. But I mean, when you start to combine these things, like Jay was just talking about, like regenerative braking, and then having a trickle kind of uh, charge going into your your car, you can get extra miles of range. You know. It is, it is yeah, a part of the puzzle, I guess, maybe. Yeah. But right, how does right. that work for us surfers? 
Surfers. You're huh? going to put surfboard rack up there. You're going to put your surfboards going to cover up the solar panels. Interesting point. We I got mean, a lot of surfers. We got a lot of paddlers, canoes. Well, we one got man's that RC up there. surfer guy out there. So I guess can, those guys are going to have the, the hood model because it's not going to work on the roof. So there could I'll be. I'll tell you that right That's now. a great point. There could be. There, we got a lot of stuff. We got a lot of stuff on our cars, right? There's no oh, doubt. Yeah. We're a very active community. Yeah. All kinds of sports equipment yeah. and stuff. Good point. So, you know, what we what we do talk about is, is in the future, there may be these paintable solar cells. And that could be something that could actually cover the entire yep. uh, car. And uh, was that what, can you say the word, Jay? I can't never say it. Petrovskite? What is the word? Mm, the, perovskite. The, thank you. Perovskite. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. That's the one that make them. But that's, but that's not the surface even the only dilemma. technology. There's a lot of kind of um, flexible solar technologies mm-hmm. that are coming around the corner. Uh, so we'll be able to see that the gallium arsenide, gallium super thin arsenide, cell, stuff like that can also can also be wrapped around things. All right. So Thanks. we'll see we'll see that coming. Of course, I'd just love to see a solar board. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Why not? Solar power, no need <laughs> paddle, just Oh, man. Yeah, there you go. There you <laughs> go. Those are good days to come. Flared Hamilton's uh, listening. Maybe he'll jump in and pioneer the solar board. Okay, so um, shall we jump over into um, the next article here, Jay? Which one do you want to tackle a second? Yeah, go go right ahead. What, which one do you want? Well, we got the PV Magazine, Wind Dominates Solar, Taking Land from Gas as Cheapest Electricity. There so, you go. Yeah, okay. see ya. Yep. Okay, so in 2016, University of Austin, uh, Texas uh, Energy Institute took on the task of developing a, um, a full system cost, so total cost of ownership for, uh, from, from power plant to socket um, to inform public policy. And they've watched this map over time change from coal being the cheapest thing to um, natural gas kind of taking over and now wind seems to dominate uh how cheap how cheap it is to roll out the technology again this is this is total cost of ownership for total cost of power from the cost of the wind turbines to through transmission billing and uh, client acquisition power plant to socket. plant to socket so, so, so all until, in until cost. You find, yeah all in cost and so wind is extremely cheap, but it doesn't make sense in a lot of regions mm. where there just isn't enough wind on your average day to make it work. And in those areas, solar really is just taking over. But this is, again, to, to just re- reiterating what the point that I was making a number of shows back was that we've already passed this point where it is now cheaper to roll out a new wind farm or a new solar farm as opposed to building a traditional coal power plant. Right. It's just not economically feasible. It's cheaper to do the solar, so why not do that? Well, why not do that? I mean, that's actually a pretty relevant question right now because it, we, we just had some changes, right, with the uh, with the way that the utilities are being compensated, right? So there, at one point yep. it was what yep. your, your your infrastructure and investment is and you're guaranteed a profit on that, I think, right? And it's been, I don't know mm-hmm. if it's actually been changed or if it's in the works to be changed. The notion is to create value. What was That was an article we covered. I'm not doing a good well, so job. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was a, <laughs> no, it was a performance-based incentive performance-based, system that's what it was. that was, was recommended that it was that was a very short um what was it recommendation for the puc to take a look at changing it but they haven't come up with really any really hard um goal lines mm. yet for incentive uh, so it's it's in process so the puc is looking at it um eventually we'll be able to kind of trans transfer over to that kind of system but it's supposed to be a reward for performance of goals heading toward that 100% renewables right, right, as opposed right. to right. just hard assets. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, we want to make sure that if those the assets are cheaper and we can create um, you know cheaper energy with wind that we're able to do that and there's no kind of... You well, know, that's the reason why you see this preponderance. We have so many, so many solar farms that are, that are actually <clears throat> starting, projects that are starting here because it's cheaper to build new solar array than mm-hmm. it is to try to build a new diesel power plant. And we're going to cover that in a little bit. I mean, there's something like seven yep. new major solar farms. You were just saying that, yep. and I was covering it earlier. Yeah, seven, and, seven are going to go in. First um, one, Waikapu, they're trying to get online right. very soon. And I think that seven was throughout all of HEI territory, so okay. the other islands as well. I believe so. I, I believe think so, the yeah. islands, but, especially Molokai and um, Lahaina, that one below the L, it yeah. really did disrupt the, our view plane. Yeah. Okay. That project did not come through and vet through our community yeah. completely. Mm-hmm. So not everybody's very happy with that. This Everyone is- wants renewable and they want their bills to go down. Uh-huh. However, that can happen. Yeah. But you know what? There's a process and you need to keep this community in the loop during this process. Totally. So, um, you know, and I don't want to see all our ag lands covered in solar. 
I mean, if are we going to do a multi-purpose use? You know, if you're going to build parking lots like the one across the street, yeah. then parking under solar on top, awesome. You're going to have solar, then raise it up high enough where you can have grazing animals, whatever it is. You know, but um, there has to be a, a um, return for the people because mm. we can jump into the whole wind farm. This is huge here is huge. on Maui. I, I love, I love, know? I love the because, strong opinion because here. you can't. I mean, we can talk about Texas all day long and, uh, you know, Amsterdam, wherever they're doing this, <laughs> East Coast. That, we're Hawaii. We're Maui. <laughs> you absolutely. Know? Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I, we have all the makings in the world to be the role models for renewable energy. I, and I guarantee you that we have to have the political will to implement smart, good ideas. So, um, so far, I think a lot of people are, are saying they're kind of not at that table. This is interesting. Discussion. And we're actually got a couple of pieces yeah. just to cover specifically yeah. on what you described right now. So, okay. for example, some of these new solar systems that have been going in, they're having the the the, the MECO, the PUC required RFP. The PUC RFP. The, there's a mandate from the PUC to require community discussions mm -hmm. inside of those RFPs. And those the recent mm -hmm. awards, uh, the 15 megawatt solar farm and the 60 megawatt solar farm with the 240 megawatt hours of batteries, they're starting to perform that piece of the puzzle. And the response from the community is actually pretty. Uh, what's the the word um, <laughs> eruptive it's the people are getting really excited and and then what I've heard is there's some really good reasons as to why for example uh, apparently one of these large the one that's over in Lahaina that's about two what is it about four meg four megawatts J DC something like that is that the size of that yep, one yep. and the ones yep. that are going in 15 megawatts so you figure like a multiple of you know it's four be big. Yeah, times the, is actually three, only three, 250 feet away from homes in one section in South Maui 250 feet to have a huge blanket of solar farms right on top of you that's a and so people are getting really excited about that in a recent community meeting. And there's a couple new one coming up on the 15th, I think, too. Mm -hmm. So that that opportunity is there. But in a way, it's like it's already been awarded. It's I think it's pending PUC approval, maybe. And we still have to go through those those times where the community can share what its opinion is. Well, the only reason why they're able to do it is because this county council approved solar use of ag lands. Because okay. that's not a permitted typical use on ag. Ag is ag. Solar farms are an ag. Mm. So we did pass a rule and um, an ordinance. And so did we realize the repercussions of it? No. Now we've seen th it rolling out. Right. So whether that's going to be revisited. And again, right. I'm not trying to, I live on solar. I live totally off the grid. No kidding. So I know what it's like and I know it's doable. So um, it's, but we have to weigh out, right? What yeah, are the, absolutely. what are the repercussions absolutely. and impacts to the community? So, so do you see a process being established to be able to kind of take more of those kind of perspectives into the, you know in the future like when we like when it, it may, I mean do you have a sense of what that might look like? Well, I mean as mayor I definitely want to revisit this and we yeah. need to go through and t check well, ourselves and see where commission. we're at. Absolutely. You know? And um, I mean the Molokai is saying the PUC and the the reports can't really tell them what kind of savings if any they're going to be getting. You know? So is, it's yeah. it's those those questions need to be answered. And the savings yeah. is a really interesting one too. And Jay, sorry if you want to jump in any moment, you know, go for it, man. But they, like, well, we yep. just had a show about a month ago with a good friend of ours, DJ Alamayu from Samuel Engineering. He and I actually built some solar farms together. And um, he was saying, you know, that was back about oh, not ten years ago, maybe six, seven years ago. And since then, the notion was that energy would reduce in costs because of the deployment yep. of all these renewable energies. But the reality is that it hasn't. And I think we're penciling at about thirty-six right now. It's like back in two thousand and eight or ten or something. You know? Yeah, that's and that's and, only the interim <laughs> rate hike that they're still looking right. at. So. And so it's like, well, what, what do we put all this renewable energies in? Okay, there's some carbon offset, you know, pr uh, presumably. Um, but how are people uh, saving money? And we're saving money, money on imported diesel. Right. Well, yeah, we're, and so how yeah, should that be a guarantee? Should that be part of the process? You need to reduce um, the cost of energy to p folks here, you know? Yeah, I think that's what the point was for in the everyday working class people's mind was yeah. the reason for, Absolutely. you know, for sure. installing renewables. And my, my beef has always been that we need to have battery storage backup. Because mm -hmm. I know what it's like to live off the grid, no sun, no energy, Yep. right? Yep. That sun, when you have it, it, needs to power that battery. So at night or in cloudy days, I still have energy. Definitely. And and the industry has not stepped up. They keep saying, oh, it's new, it's new, and it doesn't have to work through its kinks yet. Well, when are you ever going to start? <laughs> I love it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, like, totally. So it's been very frustrating for me as a um, decision maker and someone who lives off the grid, yep. too, and knows it's doable. But yet we're still burning diesel.
So yeah, we, we're still burning some old World War Two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. We're, yeah. We're really in an interesting place right now, and it's a very timely conversation, Ellie, because uh, just this last week, the uh, Maui Electric held a forum, and so did the other um, the other companies under the HEI uh, umbrella uh, company. And uh, the discussion really was about NEM Plus, and NEM Plus is allowing kind of ease of integration of batteries to the existing 71,000 net energy metering systems that are out there. And the technology, to kind of answer your question, I've lived that, right? The, the t difficulty in deploying that storage was, it was the last few years was really tough, but now we're seeing, wow, the prices have come down, the reliability's there, the county's approving these things, they have processes at the utility, and they have massive, a whole series of programs, like a menu. It's like you're walking into a restaurant, and it's like, which solar system, which solar program would you like, you know? So. Um, it's a really interesting time, There's and I think a lot of that's happening. Yeah, it really is finally coming around, but this is only within the last few weeks. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's let's keep going. Let's keep going. We have to go news and events. We don't want to. Good stuff. Right, Look at that. We're jumping right. right into it. What's what's going on? Let's just breeze through this. I, I, the the PV magazine. Hey, let's go right. right I want to I want to go right to um you, a, a road trip on the U in the mainland takes uh, 286 pounds of coal. Okay. <laughs> Gotcha. You want to go? Are you serious? You want to go to that one? So is, yeah, let's do it. We, All right, let's do take it. a little time. So yeah. Um, so this is a Bloomberg article, and and they basically put out the the, the quest to find out how much um, you would save doing a thousand mile road trip on mainland if you were driving an electric vehicle versus a traditional gasoline car. Uh, of course, for the for the gasoline car they picked the chevy impala which i'm not particularly <laughs> stylish <laughs> nice. uh, sure but but then but but of course the electric vehicle um was the um the tesla model s mm -hmm. so yeehaw um which would you rather drive <laughs> is the first question uh, gee, let me think about um, but i but i but i looked it up the chevy impala actually gets about 22 um in the city 29 highway so it's it's pretty reasonable as far as, as that goes i mean driving driving your pickup is is going to get you more gas and less, um, less, uh, whatever travel time. So, um, this coal conversation, I need to pick up my, where's my notes. Okay. So 40 gallons of gasoline would be the total trip for a thousand miles. Mm -hmm. And that would burn, uh, burning that gas would create 771 pounds of CO2. So that's, that's a lot. Um, driving the same thousand miles in that model S would it require power companies along the way to burn 130 kilograms or 286 pounds of coal, but that produces 283 pounds of CO2. So there is a, there is a savings there, but it's it's, a, it's not a lot. It's so you're like saying, if I understand correctly, uh, we're, we're comparing uh, 10, 10%, gas 10%. implication in, in, in to to coal burning, burning along gas the way, versus right? driving an electric vehicle powered purely from uh, coal fired power plants okay. okay gotcha now the next step they took of course is natural gas powered um you would have to burn 2.5 thousand feet cubic feet of of natural gas now natural gas because it burns cleaner and the power plants are more efficient it gets you 374 pounds of co2 expelled um, but the interesting bit is when you start talking about solar right i mean mm -hmm. all of these power companies now have some kind of solar wind renewable energy hydro whatever it happens to be in their energy mix and so it's not as black and white as that if you were going to try to power your model s for that thousand mile trip it would actually take your rooftop system if you had a 10 kw install seven days to produce that much power <laughs> which right. means you need to sit there and generate power um for seven days before you could actually take a thousand mile road trip and it would you'd have to do it somewhere along the on the long line so you need to stop and borrow somebody else's outlet okay so <laughs> but, we're, we're a 20, <laughs> but a 25 megawatt solar install only takes 3.2 minutes to produce that much energy okay okay so the the takeaway here is that solar will pr produce Producing energy with solar and using it in an electric vehicle is better than gas. I mean, that's kind of what well, of course, you do, that's 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 the whole driving on sunshine thing. The issue is no. I mean, how many how many times do you ever take a thousand mile road trip? I mean, on Maui, I don't think you ever you ever do. Mm. <laughs> you just be driving around and around and around. But I, so I, so I, it begs the question: What do you do when you on your average day? And so I went back to the U.S. Census Bureau, uh, found out that the average commute to work is twenty five point four minutes, sixteen miles. Uh, sounds about about right to me for even for for what we're doing um say you would uh you would do this every single day it would be 16 uh divided by a thousand so it's 0 0.16 it's actually only if you're going to do a round trip uh 9.17 
pounds of coal per day. Uh, factor in a little more because you got to run some errands, pick up some milk. Uh, so let's say 10 pounds, easy math. Um, that's actually generating 23.8 pounds of CO2 every day. And that can be offset completely by your solar system because the factor is so small. Gotcha. So the point was how much energy is used uh, for your regular commuting, uh, not yep. something obscure like this long road trip across the country. And then that right. could our traditional residential solar systems provide that energy or not, right? And uh, no, the answer, and is, the answer yeah. is yes, right? Well, yeah, kind yeah. of figure that. So, so here's my we thing. Knew, we, knew, we, we knew that. <laughs> here's my thing. I'd love to have an electric vehicle. I live off the grid. I live um, down a dirt road. I live in mm -hmm. a valley. I live. I need four-wheel drive lifted vehicle. Mm -hmm. I don't that's, see an electric vehicle that's um, electric powered this way. Otherwise, mm -hmm. I'd be in it. You know, Luke just mentioned something it's on coming. the last show, which is <laughs> yeah, interesting, and a, I didn't know about it. There's a, a company out there. It's called Workhorse, and um, they have yep. the, the trucks are actually out already. Um, major companies on the mainland have actually gone out and purchased large fleets of these and so they're actually already working on the mainland um the thing is their range is only 80 miles but they do have 480 horsepower and they do have the nice. clearance of a normal nice. size truck so it's like a full-size truck right? yeah yeah absolutely so yeah, it's a real yeah, truck yeah. Ford it's coming has one as well although nice. they backed it off uh it's going to be a hybrid the 2020 model year right. it's going to be a hybrid truck but you will have that option as well I gotta, t I gotta tell you guys, I, I'm, I'm really with you on that, Ellie. Like, yeah. and especially I drive an F-150, yeah, and, and recently with that new, new climate report that came out from the IPCC, I'm starting to feel like. I'm a little guilty. I'm yeah. like, I don't know if I can do this any longer. I think right. I, I, you know, we yeah, have children. Yeah, like, so, well, what's the option? What can we transition? Well, to? I offset my V8 old gas guzzler classic cars and trucks that I have. Uh -huh. I got Ford Broncos. I got 64 <laughs> 5x4. So I got old classics. And for me, that heavy metal steel body of a car yeah. is my extra life insurance. Oh, that that's out. how I look at that's that. Yeah, that's, that's an interesting so, idea. Um, yeah. And then uh, I offset it by living totally off the grid. There that's my Full balance. Picture. <laughs> Full spectrum. Hey, you know, we're, we're fortunate to have a caller. I think we should take this, um, grab this call, Jay, um, and then sure. we'll continue on. I know so. Okay. Hello, hello. Okay. welcome to the solar coaster. This, uh, Hi, I have a question. Um, I'm going to be, I'm, you know, I'm on a grandfathered system, mm -hmm. but uh, decided to put in uh, AC in my, my house. And so, you know, in the process of looking at going to battery storage, but, you know, there's a, a lot of different options out there in battery yeah. storage. And I wanted to see what your thoughts were about what's best. Uh, obviously, you know, Tesla is great, but there's a really long wait list for it. Yeah. Um, my next op option I was thinking about was LG. Yeah. But then found out that there's a yep. long wait list for that now, too. And just wanted sure. to see what your thoughts are on that. And then uh, if you had some options. Also, if you could talk a little bit about NIM and NIM Plus. Absolutely. I'll take your answer off the air. Thank you so much for your call. We'll take that right away. Okay. Um, so yeah, to answer that question, um, there, there are definitely a number of options here. The, the, the caller, as I understood it, had an existing net meter, net energy metering system. So he'd be looking at uh, the new NEM Plus program, which we just talked about, right? Yep. And that yep. NEM Plus program was announced uh, just the last week, and uh, it's very exciting. It's a huge expansion to our industry out here. It's a lifeline, really, for uh, the existing installation community and for the renewable energy sector. Um, what's wonderful from the perspective of a homeowner like uh, like the caller is that uh, he can now put in either. PV, additional solar, you can put in a battery uh, alone, or you can put in a combination of PV and battery. And um, the, as we're learning about that right now, in fact, our tech caller, uh, the CEO of, uh, of Connector, uh, actually is a fundamental piece of technology related to the NEM Plus program. But the bottom line is that you can now uh, effectively bring more renewable energies into your homes. So it's definitely um, happening. The application process is available right now with the utility. Uh, what's wonderful about it is that it's tax credit applicable as well. So you have the full 30% federal and the 35% capped stateside tax credits available for this. So if you wanted to put in, a, 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 and he asked also about the types of batteries, he's completely correct that uh, Tesla has a pretty extensive wait list. You know that. You've installed Tesla. I've installed Tesla right. Island. They're wonderful, but they are a ways out. Yeah, ways out. Number of issues with that. LG Chem, we're really close with the, L, the, the folks over at LG Chem, Lin Tran and David Chang at, at LG Electronics. They're doing amazing things, but they also have production issues. I, I think that Sunrun's buying them all up. <laughs> and then, so there are other, uh, caller, there are, are other technologies out there, a number of them, some of which we work with on the Maui Solar Project side of this conversation. Uh, one of them that we find to be particularly good is uh, the uh, Tabuchi Electric America, who in full disclosure is also a sponsor of the solar coaster and uh, Pika Energy, also a sponsor of the solar coaster and Sonin Battery, who recently changed the name to Sonin, uh, also a sponsor of the solar coaster. Um, Blue Planet Energy, 
Oh, uh, another great company. Uh, Hank Rogers has been on the show a couple of times. His uh, 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 technology is uh, great for battery backup as well. So we're, we're now we're almost spoiled and, for choice. And based in Hawaii. And based in Hawaii. Yeah, go Hank. Go but Hank. The, 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 the yeah, question I was, live, which is best? I live real That's simply because right. I live off the grid and I have a battery, but it's a good old golf cart battery. Mm-hmm. That's my backup. There you go. <laughs> so I live very simply. That's all mm-hmm. I need. Yeah. And those and a lot yeah. of people yeah. have had these over the years. Right, Jay? I'm sorry, Jay. Do you want to say something, bud? Yeah, no, I was going to say, so the question is really which is best, and that's not an easy question to answer because each one of these products, they kind of focus on a particular use case, and so it really depends on your lifestyle. You want to meet with your solar professional, you want to get some advice on which, um, how much energy you use, you're going to have to have your electric bills ready to go for, for the, the whole year, you probably want to do some kind of energy monitoring, so you want to go, that's the first thing you want to do is get some kind of energy monitoring device, usually your solar professional will give you one uh, for use for, for, for a certain amount of time, just to get a sense of your energy use, mm-hmm. because if you have huge spikes, you're going to need a different system than just your base level. Yep. Allie here is, is running off of lead acid, and I guarantee she kind of manages her energy, you're, you're, it's very in the front of your mind when you're doing when you're doing stuff am I going to run the dryer six times today oh, right? no dryer at my house <laughs> yeah, there, 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 TV, see, massage there you chair you and a light bulb <laughs> no really I'm not Real joking yeah 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 very Within good certain right, so less, less dryer more air conditioning but I mean the point the point is that if you have these these high draw devices and you want to keep using them with the battery you're going to buy a different product than if you didn't right and so that's kind of the right, point right uh, Jay, shall we quickly touch base on some of these Hawaii Hawaii uh, I- 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 stories? Abs- absolutely. Let's do this real quick. Okay. So Hawaii Cattle Ranch installing PV integrated microgrid. microgrid. This is part um, of the ranch. The Indiana-based Go Electric is um, providing energy resiliency solutions to Parker Ranch, which is awesome. Uh, it's going to be a 400 kilowatt microgrid located on site mm-hmm. on the ranch, mm-hmm. um, and it's going to serve a huge amount of their electrical needs, mostly water pumping because as we know the the water pumps are like they're huge an absolute huge draw for electricity and so it's going to offset a huge amount of their 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 need and actually provide uh water to the surrounding area nice nice great county should jump on that yeah we spend most our most our highest electric bill is for utilities pumping yeah. in particular yeah. so yeah. that water. definitely whether whether, is it, whether it's fresh or wastewater right i mean it's, all of it we learned pumping that when we went is, to yeah. the miko tour yep. yeah yeah and Good i know night. that parker ranch <laughs> is a kind of interesting uh point in my mind i keep my eye kind of on it over the years because at one point they had done a study to determine if they could handle all because it's massive right parker ranch mm-hmm. if they could uh handle their energy more more cheaply than helco if they could produce their own energy they were talking about comp- like a full grid defection of Parker Ranch. And that study had been conducted. I I forget who conducted it, but it was pretty remarkable. And we thought that might actually move in that direction at one point. So they're uh, they're doing some neat stuff out there. Okay, so I've gotten a record before. I mean, I don't I don't believe in total grid defection. I mean, I know some people that are doing it. I'm sitting at the table, uh, but there's, there's, something, there's, there's, there's something there's something to be said for that backup, right? If your system is down, you are down. Whereas if you were if you were part of a larger grid, even taking care of yourself, you would have that to fall back on, and while while you do your own your own work, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's just a quality of life. Yeah, issue. my backup is my generator, uh, and you know, solar, wind, okay. rain, and then backup is generator. So. Right. Gotcha. Well, ga- gotcha. gas, gas, or diesel. gas. I mean, eventually, yeah, eventually, eventually that gas is, I mean, it's going to be many, many years, but eventually that gas option is kind of going to go away or it's going to get way more expensive. Remember that gasoline is subsidized by um, the imported diesel. I mean, they, they only bring uh, the gas here because they're already bringing in a huge amounts of diesel and it's going to get way more expensive over time. It's an interesting point. As we move towards EVs, you're talking about, right? And we, we yeah, 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 gotcha. yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. What's the last one, Jay? Uh, KITV, do Hawaii residents have the highest utility bills? Uh, yes. Uh, yes, let's move on. <laughs> that pretty much covers it. We're going to change that, though. We're here to change that, right? No, no, it was, it was, it was, we need to change that. But it was, this, was, this is a whole article about how, um, although we have high rates, we don't use as much power as everybody else. So mm-hmm. it, we, we're, we're, the overall bill isn't that much different mm-hmm. than, say, somebody mm-hmm. in, in, the, in the, the city in, in 
But I'm wondering, US, US. we are heating up more. It's, I mean, at night, it's in the mid-80s in Lahaina, yep. and I'm wondering if people are using AC more, if they have it in their homes. Yeah. Um, you know, versus, yeah, in the mainland, you got to heat yourself up during the winters and, you know, cool yourself down during the summers, but I think I'm wondering if Well, we had the cooling so in the schools initiative uh, this last, you know, few years ago, and that kind of speaks to the same issue, right? That we needed to produce our kids were really hot in schools and they needed to have a you know cooling systems installed and so that probably extends across the residence as well speaking of which i was just sure, at a sure. school at maui high school and they did their it was rainy and cloudy the other day remember yeah and they uh, it didn't wasn't working but then i said where's your backup battery they mm -hmm. said their two teslas never really did work no really? kidding yeah they got really? installed and then because mm. the uh, the the, on the um, AC, on the AC yeah, itself. When Governor oh, wow. Ige installed these, he said they have to be powered by solar only. It cannot be on the grid. Mm. Has to be. So it was, but so it was rainy day. Solar's not charging. And then I said, "Where's your backup?" They said, "Oh, that's never worked." No kidding. So no something kidding. needs to be said about that. So, so hopefully someone's listening somebody needs in. To go over there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There's another. There's another Elon invite. You know, come yeah. down here. And <laughs> there there you go. go. He gets one on every show. We're <laughs> putting so. four rocks together. We send smoke signals. He doesn't want to come. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. So I think that needs to take take a drink every time we mention Elon Musk. <laughs> <All> right. Jeez. <laughs> it is Friday show. So hey, folks. Uh, why don't we okay. jump over to our commercial? We'll come back and we'll dig in, which we've already kind of started digging in with Mrs. Ellie Cochran here, but we'll, we'll yeah. jump into uh, some great questions and answers uh, about, uh, about that. So uh, yeah, let's uh, go to our, our sponsors at our commercial break. Aloha and welcome to Maui Solar Project. It is easy to feel rejuvenated just stepping outside on a magnificent Hawaiian day. Maui Solar Project is here to help harness that energy you feel in your body and use it to power your homes and businesses. As Laura tells us, Maui harnessed the sun so as to slow its path across the sky. Join Maui Solar Project as we harness the sun's energy and slow Hawaii's dependence on fossil fuels. Call Maui Solar Project at 269-2352. MauiSolarProject.org. Tsubuchi Electric. A leading worldwide inverter manufacturer presents the second generation of the eco-intelligent battery system, the IBIS. Tabuchi's grid-friendly system includes a high-efficiency inverter, stackable batteries, and integration with Jelly software for the most adaptable battery storage system on the market. The system is optimized for energy management and cost performance. Maximize your solar investment with Tabuchi's electric eco-intelligent battery system. The Sonin Battery Eco is an energy storage solution that utilizes intelligent energy management software. The system is available in a variety of storage capacities and allows for expansion. Sonin Battery Eco allows you to save money by harvesting energy from your solar PV system and using that stored energy when rates are more expensive. Sonin Battery Eco is specifically designed to provide you and your family peace of mind in the event of power outage. Our unique power detection system will sense outages in real time and automatically switch over to battery power. See Sonin Battery Eco at sonin-battery.com. MIT-founded Pika Energy, makers of the Pika Energy Island, a smart energy management system that uses solar panels, lithium batteries, and intelligence to manage your energy and keep you powered even during outages. With a clean, intelligent alternative to grid power, you're in control of your energy future. Pika's Energy Island lets you manage electrical costs with HECO-ready self-supply functions. Pika's largest battery, the Harbor Plus, offers 16 kilowatt hours of stored energy and can power loads of up to 10 kilowatts. And if you need more capacity, just add a second or even third Harbor Smart battery to the same system for a maximum of 48 kilowatt hours of usable storage. Pika Energy, own your power. To learn more, visit pika-energy.com. Sundrum Solar is the manufacturer of a revolutionary thermal collector that fits on the underside of your standard PV panel to maximize energy capture per square foot. The Sundrum Solar Hybrid PVT system combined photovoltaic and thermal holds the world record for peak efficiency, capturing an astounding 86% usable energy. Learn how Sundrum Solar vastly improves electric, heating, and cooling economics at sundrumsolar.com. All right, those were our sponsors that have kept the Solar Coaster on air remarkably for 78 glorious episodes. Thank you so much, sponsors. Yeah, keep us rolling. <laughs> keep right. us rolling. Please sign up again. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're really fortunate here to have uh, Mrs. Ellie Cochran, a candidate for mayor. The election's right around the corner. Uh, thank you so much again for taking the time to talk with us. We really want to get a sense for who you are, what your background is. We've already learned quite a bit. Turns out you're <laughs> off-grid. I didn't know that. You're oh, you uh, a, a grid defector in a sense uh, already, right? And uh, yeah. Which is pretty interesting. You have a, So can you tell us, uh, tell our listeners you know, a little bit, I'm sure many people know you, but just give us a little sense of who you are and what your background is, please. Yeah, well, I I'm also currently the West Maui County Council. 
remember, mm-hmm. been there for coming up on eight years now, and stepping now into the ring to be uh, the mayor of Maui County. But I, yeah, I live off the grid in Honolulu Valley, and uh, what got me started in politics per se, or, or you know, figuring out what is this government about and what do they do, um, was the Save Honolulu Coalition, right? The Honolulu Valley, I live there, surf spot. My husband's a surfboard shaper. We have a surf shop also. And hey, the surfboards are shaped by power tools run by the solar and it's very green so that's what got me involved in politics you know and learning who's the decision makers around here because it was about saving a very special place a world-renowned place Mm. and um, you know not have it become a gated community of 45 luxury homes and a private golf course and Mm. things of that nature but to leave it open space leave it preserve you know culturally significant and for the people for our visitors there you go Luke And so, yeah, imagine you had a guard shack at the front and it gated off, you know. So it's not, we saved it in the end. And so um, that's got me into this uh, arena of politics. I, yeah, I I had to register to vote, to vote for myself. And it's just uh, been a, been a, exciting never a dull moment learning experience all along so i'm uh, happy to step into another level what an adventure and how, how long was that yeah. arc from the beginning of the of the the, the land preservation you just described to now um well save honolulu started you know in 2009 we started campaigning for that and everything got elected um to the council in 2010 here we are 2018 and um you know but the the land Preservation, God. so it, it's been that long. Yeah, you know, so the state solid. finally yeah. stepped up, though the state uh, got the land, and now we're right. yeah, and now we're um, going to we're working on a management plan. Tamara Paulton, who is running for my seat, West Maui County Council, Tomorrow. she's the president for Save Honolulu Coalition. Yep. So I thank her and everyone, John Cardi and everyone, uh, for keeping that coalition alive and yep. moving forward. And she is uh, an alum of the Kaip Kui Fellowship yep. tomorrow. Yep. Yep. She yep. is so. also lifeguard for the mm-hmm. county. So Miss Water Woman, you know, mom with kids and everything. Mm-hmm. So all the stuff we do, I do is, is for the future. And of course, renewable energy is in the future and in my stars to really push through, mm-hmm. to work through um, the different entities. You know, it's it's my electric company, it's private mm-hmm. people, it's um, private public partnership on the land, land ownership, you know, if we're looking at solar farms or wind and all that but there's um, a lot to discuss you know to figure out as I say we has to be a win-win and right. not just a one-sided lopsided thing for the investor developer shareholder stockholder win mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. us guys who are paying the bill well I don't pay <laughs> eco bills but you know for the ones who do so that's a there's a lot in that right so mm-hmm. thank you so much for that and so you've got this 10-year arc of your experience and kind of getting up to the place where you're you're potentially going to be the mayor of of maui county and it's mm-hmm. such a special place yeah. and there's a tremendous amount of responsibility in in being able to kind of steward this remarkable environment you know also during that period when i think about that period of time it's i, I you know I, i've been here for about 10 years and I, that's been a, a, a renewable energy education for me. And I've seen the, the ramp up of renewable energies, you know, 71,000 net energy metering systems throughout the state of Hawaii uh, and somewhere around 12 or 13,000, Jay, correct me if you know the exact number, you always know the numbers, but it, it, you know, uh, <laughs> here in Maui, and it's like a 20% plus adoption rate, which is just, you know, a, sometimes a tenfold multiple over what it is across the country. So we're really in this kind of area where people believe in renewable energies in Maui. Yeah, and I, you know, again, it, it leads to our uh, initiative from our governor, Governor Ige, yeah. the, a, the Aloha Plus Challenge, the Hawaii Green Growth Initiative. And I spoke to the girls who are with the Hawaii Green Growth Initiative, and they were they had a meeting with the United Nations. United Nations is looking to the state, looking to us and our initiatives on the renewable energy front. Um, you know, on that level, the, and that's very exciting. The UN is looking yes. at Hawaii. Yes, they believe Check we have out. all the makings in the out. world, and I've said that. I got this. goosebumps when you said that. I know, me too. <laughs> yeah, and I'm so that, because they see this initiative we signed yeah. on to, and the efforts we're making, as we were just stating here, yep. and they're looking to us to be their role models, right? <gasps> Perfect. So, perfect segue. So, uh, let me uh, let me ask this. We 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 you've, you've spoken about Governor Ige. You've spoken about the UN looking to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Now, what about Maui County? Let's say you're in a position. You are the mayor for the next four four year term, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And then you dig in, and then what what is your take on renewable energies here, and what do you want to accomplish, and what do you see us doing? Just to give you a sense, when we spoke to Mayor Arakawa, the current mayor, uh, about maybe six months ago, Jay, we had a really I thought it was a really mm-hmm. great show, and he said that if um, it, 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 under certain circumstances we could hit 100 percent renewable energies in 
five years, he said. And of course, Molokai is right around the corner. It could be next year, right? Mm -hmm. sure. uh, so uh, what's your take on this? Where do you see it going? What are your concerns? You know, what's the big picture? Yeah, again, you know, it's, well, my electric company and love the people that work there and everything. And we all need to get to that table and, and uh, work through this. I've always mentioned about the backup battery storage in their company that we need to step that up. And it has to, uh, you know, benefit the, the um, rate payers, the taxpayers. And I talk about undergrounding the lines with all the storms we've been having, right? That's been a huge issue. And well, yep. that's finally, we can do that. But you know, the cost has to go down to the, the payer, the bills. And I'm like, well, really? So, you know, I mean, it's, it's a traded company. It's a publicly traded shareholder, stockholder thing. So bottom line is, is what they're looking at. But you know, for me, it's about the people mm. and how we're gonna save each and every, every um, household some money. Yep. And this is a right, a human right to have electric, you know, and to have, we, hello, our palace had electric before the White House. It's okay, amazing, Maui yeah. has the electric before it's the person in the Klaus state. Freckles. That's right, Klaus, Klaus Freckles. Freckles. Yes. We are leaders. We have always been leaders Definitely. and movers in the world, and we continue. We, continue we ought to be. Today. But again, you know, we all have to come to the same page and agree that we want to move forward in the same direction on the same path. I had an opportunity to go to Marin County mm -hmm. because I wanted to learn about their their how they do. It's kind of like the um, Kauai setup, right? The, where you can opt in or opt right. out and you know you want to pay a, a little extra to have 100 percent green mm -hmm. um utilities or do you want half half or oh, how does right, it work right. i mean they fought against pg e over mm -hmm. there their big electric company and won mm -hmm. uh for them to have the right to create their own energy um authority whatever it's called yep. uh marine energy authority or yep. something yep. and i've always been wanting to look into that a lot more and to see what we can do here but yes by all means not put anybody out of business mm -hmm. but to work with that's great it's great. So, yeah. yeah, you know, uh, we're actually getting pinged. We're getting a lot of oh, attention in the yeah. show right now. Right. And so we got a question from Lloyd Fischel, who is a longtime oh. kind of caller. And Lloyd says, uh, let's see here. What did he say? He said, can users expect to benefit from the wind farm on the hill under if you're a mayor? Hey, Lloyd. Hey, come on, man. <laughs> Lloyd's doing, a good Lloyd? friend. Yeah, he's, he's a um, mover and shaker in the community sure for is. sure. The wind farm, uh, the Oahi, or which, the Kahiaba? Um, I suspect he means the, the ones Kahiaba up over wind farm? on the yeah, well, Oahi. Yeah, I've been wanting to have, yeah, the, you know, benefits to the community. Again, it's that they're, they're um, it's curtailed after a certain point each and every day because they can't take in all the energy that it produces, which is very unfortunate. And that's where that battery storage comes into play. You know, of course, then you have the Oahe wind farms and recently a motor blew up. And so we're... Where's the technology on all this? You know, and that was supposed to be hush hush or something. I don't know, but uh, you know, it's it's yeah. there's impacts. Yeah. There's yeah. impacts. If renewables not just all wonderful all the time, but you know, there's we have to really look there's at a, this. There's a lot of power. It's Gross. kind of a pun, but there's a lot there's a lot that can be done in a positive way, yes. or it could potentially be exploited. And one of the yes. questions here actually is about um, uh, large utilities coming in from other parts of the world. Uh, to own these assets, right? So there's a, there's funding potentially coming in, but is also is that too much influence? Like you know, there's like some some of these big boys out there. Yeah, like like the PPAs. I mean, we have a mm -hmm. lot of power purchase agreements that go on, and sometimes I go, okay, well that's fine and dandy on the front end, but what is it really going to um, roll out circle. and be in the end end, right? When when the equipment needs to be switched out, and and you know maybe new technology come online mm -hmm. with if we got a 20 year plan, but then hey, in 10 years, whoa, there's something better, greater came about. Mm -hmm. Now we're locked into something, an obsolete old system. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, there's so many things, and I want us to be it. Yeah. I don't want to have to rely on the outside, and that's where you, we want to have job creations. We want green jobs. We want our come on to come home. We want our kids to go off to college and learn new trades and, and get into the, you know, up, updated stuff. Then we, let's have them come home and, and, and bring it home and, and live here and create it and be rather than us having to bring in others from outside. Yeah. Let us be it. That kind of gets me like really uh, it hits me in the heart, right? Because I have a child and she's 14. And, yeah. and I think about, you know, this brain drain that we have, yeah. you know, in, in so there is in the interesting thing here is we, we do have some amazing uh, specific industry. We have astronomy. 
right? We have uh, we have renewable energies. We have you know more than tourism. Tourism is an important piece of our of our of our economy for sure. But I mean, there's the prospect of here for people that are growing up in this environment to and then to really be just completely engaged in renewable energies. And then 10, 20 years down the road, someone could say, "Oh, were you born in Maui? Is that why you know so much about solar and and storage <laughs> and stuff?" You know, it could yeah. be like a, a known well, thing. Well, it, that'll draw in people too from all over the world. Let's have some huge expos. Let's have all the brightest brilliant minds of the world come here yeah right to see it in action or at least let us all come together as a think tank and create the best stuff to yeah. bring outside rather than us seek it from there it should be created here we have this is a, a right this is the pico of i believe look at what did what did nainoa thompson say he traveled the globe on hokulea you know you wanted to mention the ahupua'a system and our yes. sustainability as my ancestors knew they lived it and we can continue to do it, but right now we're at a crucial turning point because things can get overrun and overbuilt and over whatever, and we will not be be able to have those opportunities with our open ag lands and with our water systems. And you know, why don't we? Why aren't we doing hydro? We have one of the wettest spots on earth. Over the streams are always flowing, but you got diversions and you got. So there's so much potential here, and I know it, and it's always been the political will to make it happen, and we've had the lack of it. <laughs> so so if, you, um, if you do become the next mayor of Maui County, do you see that you just being able to start to really implement some of these major kind of scale changes? I mean, is that where you're at? Sure. I'm, yeah, most definitely. That's some of the main reasons why I want to step into this next level of government to make it happen. And, um, you know, you mentioned Doug McLeod, and he was awesome. You know, he left the county, but um, I, he's always had some wonderful ideas. Well, he's doing the Maui Renewable, the Renew, the Maui Energy Conference, MEC, right now every mm -hmm. year, and that's kind of as you were describing. Have the innovators come? It's, I was thinking about Doug's and in, in that that program. You know, yeah. and there's other people involved, yeah. of course, as yeah. well. Uh, we but, don't gotta twist no arms to come to Maui. You know, right? people want to come here. <laughs> 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 so. That's excellent. Yeah, and Doug has been talking about getting uh, more young people involved in that. So just because it's it, a lot of those conferences can kind of he, he joked and he was like, everybody looks like you and me, Josh. You know, we got to get some people in here that are a little younger. And then he was actually saying, hey, we'll try to uh, support the community. Uh, yeah, is there another one coming in? Oops. Uh, oh, yeah, are you okay on timing? How are you doing? You okay? Oh, yeah, I have okay. a, a 2 o'clock. All right. So, but um, yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> I, you can always invite me back and we oh, yeah. continue our conversation, especially after Tuesday. Yeah. All right. <laughs> right. There we go. Well, is there I'll any have a new title? <laughs> are there, I, we don't want to keep you. You know, you do actually have a meeting coming up, and you're really kind to come in and make time for us at this late date. So, is there anything last like you'd like to share with our listeners, or anything in particular before kind of parting words, kind of thing? I, I you know, I just want to say thanks for everyone's time for sitting in and listening. And um, now that I met you folks, I definitely will be in listening on on the rest right. of your other shows. Your, right, your 80th uh, on up shows so thank you so much for the invite but yeah I've got great ideas and I don't think we have enough time in this this station this um, time frame now but renewable is is the way I live yeah. <laughs> right I live off the grid so I'm a living, living working proof. example of it and that yeah. it can happen I always said and you don't know, feel I, bad about that because we never have enough time I live on a small <laughs> um, you know uh, Small, you know, I live small, but um, we can expand it out to the bigger, broader community. So mm -hmm. I, I'm excited to move, uh, take steps towards that. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you very again for coming, and, and uh, I really appreciate it. Yep. Yeah. Thank Thanks you. so much. Cool. Aloha. All right. Aloha. Aloha. Yeah. So I think, okay. <laughs> Good luck. Have cool. a great day. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I got your card. Let okay. Alrighty, guys. Well, wow. How privileged and unfortunate are we to have had that conversation here? So, um, and we're definitely going to be looking to uh, get a follow up uh, in the upcoming week. So, yeah. <laughs> be in touch. Cool. All right. So, let's bring in, we're going to bring in uh, a remarkable guy, Mr. Whit Fulton, and he's been kindly waiting online. Uh, let's see if we still got him here. Whit, are you still there, buddy? Hey, yeah, Josh. Oh, we, oh, we got him. Thank you so much for holding there. So, Wit is, uh, am I saying your name correctly? I was just kind of questioning yeah. myself there, right? Um, got it, one man. Good. Yeah, welcome to the Solar Coaster. Now, Wit actually is the CEO of Connector, uh, which is a remarkable uh, new technology, a remarkable technology that um, I came into contact with the first time just about a week ago at the forum where Maui Electric announced the NEM Plus and then a couple of other programs. And this technology is, is something pretty special. We actually, Jay and I had a little bit of pre-exposure to this over in Molokai when we were doing the Molokai show for the solar coaster. Um, so I, when I saw it, I go, oh, I know what that is, right? <laughs> so, uh, hey, why don't you introduce yourself? What, give us a sense of what you're doing and kind of like what, a little bit about yourself and your company. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks so much for having me on. And, uh, that, that's a hard act to follow. Um, I'll, I'll do my best to keep uh, your, your listeners entertained here. 
Um, yeah, but thanks so much for having us. Uh, you bet. <clears throat> Connector is a company that makes basically you know something that allows you to to connect solar into your house at a very low cost and avoiding a lot of this sort of electrical wiring upgrades that are required sometimes. Uh, an easy way to think about it is if you know where the, the electric meter is in your house, mm-hmm. you know, a bubble meter that sticks out of the side. Usually, if you're going to do solar on your house, you're going to put some wiring into the service panel where all the circuit breakers go. And sometimes that service panel um, can't handle the new electrical load from solar. Right. So we thought, um, in working with utilities in the past, that you know, right behind that meter, there's basically a plug, and the meter plugs into that, in that socket. And we thought, okay, well, what if you can pull off that meter, and you can put a little device on right there, and then put the meter back in front of it. And in that space in between, you have a place where you can just connect the solar in. So you can create a little dedicated place for connecting solar, so you don't have to do a bunch Makes of new solar panel service upgrades and wiring and additional stuff. It's super simple. It's the same every time. That is simple. That is and, simple. Um, we yeah, got you got just, we got Luke. Just, you know, Luke, <laughs> Luke here is has been an installer. He's presently an energy consultant for Maui Solar Project, and I can see his eyes lighting up because he's actually done all of the tech, all of the service upgrades and such that you're describing. And he's like, I can see him. He's going, Oh, geez, that yeah, is a whole it's, different it's world of benefit, simplicity. You know, more times than less out here in Hawaii, when we go to a home. Um, with all the salt content in the air, you'll actually see those meters actually deteriorating. So it's going to cost that client even more money to come out and get a new meter put mm-hmm. in and everything like that. So uh, with this technology, it's it's really beneficial to everybody. Right. And then with, there are some um, a couple of different opportunities with the technology. we got about three minutes left just to give you a heads up. But, I mean, as I understand it, there's some opportunities with electric vehicle charging. Also, this NEM Plus, there's some opportunities there. Uh, what's, the, what's the basic scope of this? Yeah, I mean, the, the basic idea behind it is it's really for distributed energy resources. So it's either electric vehicles, you know, it's energy storage, or it's solar. And those are sort of the, the big three right now. Mm-hmm. And if you, you know, if you want to collect your, you want to connect your electric vehicle charger, if you just get your, you know, brand new Tesla, if you're lucky enough to get one of those, or if you, you know, need something for a great car too, um, and you bring it home and you want to, you know, connect it into your panel. Oh no, well, there's no more room in my panel. Um, you can just get a connector on it, and that will allow you to connect your, your from a electrical service charger um, right up there at the same place. So, you know, it's, it's got it's those basic use cases, you know, really for, for distributed energy resources. And, uh, you know, I want to, as far as the way it's actually being offered, um, because we touch that meter, this is part of the installation process, we've been working very closely with utilities um, in Hawaii for like the last three years, sort of going back and mm-hmm. forth, figuring out what the processes are, allowing them to test it and evaluate it. And um, the Molokai project you spoke of, you know, helping clear the NEMQ was a big part of that. And um, so I want to give a shout out to uh, to the utilities who have really been fantastic partners in this. Tri companies they have uh, really taken it seriously and looked Excellent. it very carefully and see how it could help people and their customers. Um, and now nice we're at a point where it's been approved for use on you know a, num- a, a number of different applications like that. Wonderful, wonderful. Anytime we can save money on a solar installation, it just helps that train get further down the road. You know, like SIA is working on streamlining permitted applications right across the nation with that. Uh, what's it called again, Jay? The app, the, uh, the SIA app. I can't remember. Yeah, the app, the app. <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, so this is another Accelerated example. permitting process. Accelerated permitting not, process. Not, a, not, a, not, a, not, a, not a mobile thing. But I mean, you know, it's just, it's another piece of uh, this puzzle where it's like you can potentially create some nice delta of savings and make solar installations take less time to install and uh, and save people money and get and that just further and further democratizes and spreads the the you know the ability of people to get renewable energy and where this yeah. connects always takes the longest so. yeah there you go speaking spoken right from the mouths of a of a uh, of an installer right here in the studio with thank you so much for uh for giving us that great intro we're definitely going to hear more from you soon and your great company connector you can find wit at connectder.com that's the word connectder.com and uh do check them out and we can uh, we'll see more of his products in 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 market soon i'm sure so hey folks this has been the solar coaster uh we are sponsored by maui solar project tabuchi electric america sonam battery pika energy and sun drum solar it's been a great show thanks so much for tuning in jay you want to say any last words oh have a sunny weekend everybody <laughs> a little hot friday folks thanks friday. everybody